0: Welcome into the lounge for another ad drop episode. Trying to get you a step closer to that championship trophy. Uh, Before we get started, tonight I'm drinking on some Four Roses Small Batch Select. This thing comes in at 104 proof. Now I've tried this before. Uh, I'm not a big Four Roses fan. Um, and I know a lot of people love four roses, but, uh, I'm warming up to it. It's, it's, it's not too bad. Um, you know, and I love my strong whiskey. So 104 proof is right in the sweet spot for me. So I hope you got something nice that you're drinking on as well. And we're going to try to try to hit these waiver ads. There's not very many running backs this week. So I hope last week you were able to require Henderson or um, Mike Davis or McKinnon but he went down with an injury so that's going to give us an opportunity this week but one of the first things that I do normally I've been doing this for so long and things change as the the leagues with kickers and defense slowly are you know uh fading away uh, but there are some leagues that I'm still in some some leagues that we that have been around for 10 15 20 years uh, and then we still have kickers, we still have defenses. So if you have kickers or defense, one of the strategies that, that I found very successful through the years is typically after week three, typically after week three, you kind of have an idea of a consistent field goal kicker. You you have an idea of consistent defenses. Um, and, and what I would do is I would go to your waivers and I would filter through not only the available players, but all players, and that's going to show you where your current kicker lines up with the available uh, kickers that, that are still available, uh, and, and the same with defenses. And, and I know this last week we had a bunch of field goals, so it really spiked a lot of the, the kicker's points, but there's one guy that I've had my eye on, and he's been very consistent uh, week over week, and you may already have him in your lineup, um, but that's Rodrigo Blankenship from the Colts you know right now he's sitting at like kicker number 4 uh, and i know Gostkowski just jumped up there because he had like i think four or five field goals this last week um, but Blankenship was hovering around i think 2 or 3 um on on the kicker rankings uh, he's just he just con- continues to be consistent and then another thing i look at is you know i i al- always plan uh, to be in the playoffs, so I always look at playoff schedules because, you know, I don't want to be caught off guard building a good team and then when the playoffs come around, you know, I have very difficult matchups. Um, so, so one thing when you're looking at your kicker, look at their playoff schedule, right? The fantasy playoff schedule. Uh, in, in this instance, um, Rodrigo uh, Blankenship has some very good um, matchups. You, you want to look for kickers that are in favorable weather. You want to look for kickers that are in possible domes or you know warm weather uh, cities uh, for the fantasy playoffs. And again, you can stream, um, but in this instance, um, Blankenship in week fourteen, he's at the Las Vegas Raiders, which is uh, a dome now, and and that it, it, it could be a high scoring game as well. That the Raiders don't have a very tough defense, um, and then in week fifteen. Um, The Colts play at home against the Texans. So again, in a dome, very favorable matchup for for a kicker. Now, the fantasy Super Bowl, he plays at Pittsburgh. So in that instance, we might want to stream. Uh, Another kicker that I do like right now is Carlson for the, the Raiders. I mean, these are kickers that might be available. You know, some of the top kickers aren't typically available, but Carlson's available in most leagues, I believe. And then that week, that Super Bowl week, he plays the Dolphins. Um, Let's see, is that a home game or is that a away game? That's a home game. The Dolphins travel to to Las Vegas. So Carlson could be another streamer uh, that works for you. Uh, Week 15, uh, the Raiders play at home against the Chargers on a Thursday night. And then week 14, they play the Colts so and you could be in your league and say well i just stream my kicker every week well that's fine too uh, but kickers could be you know they could make or break your week so i always like to try to find a consistent kicker that i can just set it and forget it and not have to worry about uh streaming a kicker unless you know the games really matters the playoffs and and i need to win um so so that's kind of my strategy with kickers and the same thing with defense look at your defense compared to what's out there you'd be surprised what defenses might be on the top of the the stat sheet uh, and i was a big fan of you know adding the redskins this week but now their defensive end their top pick is out so you know that kind of hinders their performance but it's still a good add um so look at those if you're in a kicker in defense league but if you're not in those let's let's talk about some skilled players that could possibly affect your your season now we want to start with running backs and like i mentioned You know, the running backs this week are pretty weak. Uh, Again, they're probably just going to be some spot fill ins. Uh, And and the first one I have on the list is Carlos Hyde. And the reason I have Carlos Hyde is because, you know, Chris Carson had his knee twisted in that game. Uh, Pete Carroll said he's going to be okay. They're not sure when he'll be back. But the Seahawks have a bye week coming up. Um, so there's a good chance that that Carson could play, but there's also a good chance that you know he could wait until the bye week, um, and and that would pro- project um, Carlos Hyde into the starting role. Uh, and again, he's not a world beater; he's not gonna you know win you a week on his own. But if you're desperate for a running back two because of injuries uh, or a flex position, you know Hyde could be a one or two week fill in. Uh, and then if something happens to Carson down the road, uh, you know maybe Hyde would have a bigger role. So if I'm in Fab, I'd probably pay about you know ten bucks uh, because I don't think it's gonna be a long term fix, but it could help you um, score some points and possibly get a win next week. So keep your eye on that uh, if you hear anything about Carson sitting next week before waivers clear. And another one is Jeff Wilson. Uh, you know, McKinnon came out was the bell cow he hurt his ankle so he's out jeff wilson looked pretty good uh and he may be the only running back healthy going into their next game and, and then you also got to look at Jamichael hasty uh because you know again it's opportunity so if, if hasty and, and wilson split carries uh, hasty could be a sneaky ad as well uh so look at jeff wilson i'd probably throw 10 bucks on him as well because you know that running running um that running back committee is pretty murky, uh, and you never know who's going to come back, who's going to play, who's who Shanahan's going to play. So, wouldn't be a bad pickup. And another another running back ad that I just make this clear: I would not pay any money for this running back. But if you're desperate for a running back, look at Kalen Bellage for the Jets, and. I totally throw this take out the window if Gase is fired soon, but Gase is dumb enough to let Kalen Balaj be a bell cow for the Jets. Now, he wanted to trade for Balaj from the Dolphins when the Dolphins wanted to cut him. Uh, and this last week, Balaj had the highest yards per carry of any back on the Jets four yards a carry. Now, he, he did only get two carries, uh, both carries went for four yards. Uh, and he had five receptions for 44 yards. So while you know it was in limited action, I would not be surprised if Gase did something stupid and just rode Kalen Balaj. Um, so again, I wouldn't pay anything for him. But if you put a weight, a Fab in for zero dollars or one dollar, you know, and you have a roster spot to just kind of burn and see what happens, you know, I'd I'd probably try it and then see what happens. And if Gase gets fired you know, Balage is probably going to get cut or, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. But we're always looking for an edge. And, and right now, the pickings are slim. So we have to take chances where we can. And if they don't pan out, we, we, simp- we simply cut bait. Uh, but if they do work out, you know, it could help us get a win here or there. Uh, and, and those wins could affect your playoff position or getting in the playoffs altogether. So I wouldn't just... Uh, dismiss any type of ad at this point in the season injuries can happen uh, so you never know what's going to happen let's talk about wide receivers and the first wide receiver I'm going to talk about is a guy that I've been hyping all offseason as my number one rookie wide receiver and that's Justin Jefferson of the Minnesota Vikings and he looked phenomenal uh, and, and and I'm so excited that he finally did something. Uh, you know, I didn't really expect much. But the Vikings don't have anybody. So I was curious as to why he wasn't getting in the game. His snap share has increased each game from 54% to 69%. This last week, 78%. Dude had seven receptions, 175 yards, and a touchdown i don't think it was a fluke he just looks like a potential all-star player and i think i think they're just going to have to start riding the passing game uh the vikings look very bad uh and justin jefferson is clearly uh clearly a stud i think O B C johnson dropped down to like five snaps i mean you know there was some preseason talk about O B C was the number two wide receiver and you know i knew that was just temporary uh till justin jefferson really picked up the offense but the stats have shown he's been open. Kirk Cousins just has not thrown him the football, uh, so they must have worked on something in practice. Saw stuff on tape. I think they're going to lean to Justin Jefferson. I think he he's easily a wide receiver three moving forward the rest of the season, uh, and he has the potential to put up games like he just did. Now, obviously, some defense of coordinators are going to start paying attention to him, um, and, and you know him and Thielen could bounce back and forth. Um, But, again, I think wide receiver three uh, is going to be probably where you can feel comfortable starting him for the rest of the year. If you need a wide receiver three, I'd probably put 30% fab on him. Uh, I think he's very talented, and I think that opportunity is going to allow him to be successful uh, this season because of the lack of pass catchers in Minnesota, Uh, and we see what his ceiling is. So um, it's something I definitely would take a chance on if you need a wide receiver Uh, Another one is Brandon Ayuk. Looked very good on his first game or or second game, actually. Uh, I think he could be a wide receiver three the rest of the way. I'd probably give 20% of my fab for Ayuk uh, because Debo's coming back. Kittle will be coming back. So I don't think he's going to be heavily involved like Justin Jefferson is. But I talked about Ayuk in the offseason, and and they're going to create plays for him, uh, bubble screens, quick slants, posts, some routes that he's very good at. Um, So I think that Shanahan's going to have a role for him. And, um, you know, I I think he's a good investment if you need a wide receiver three. Another wide receiver is T Higgins. Now, John Ross was a healthy scratch. And I think what that tells me is that the Bengals know that A.J. Green is not going to be relied upon to be you know the dominant outside receiver and i think higgins brings more of that than john ross john ross brings speed um, but higgins brings a big target uh, someone that joe burrow can can find can trust end up scoring two touchdowns this past week but again aj green's there tyler boyd's there so i don't want to invest too much in him i think he's probably a flex starter at best right now, uh, and I'd probably give 15% of my fab uh, if you're looking for a flex wide receiver, someone that you can probably sit on for a while. Now, a lot can change if A.J. Green AJ Green goes down and, and it becomes Boyd and Higgins, uh, but I think that that's going to be the core. I think you know we're probably not going to see much of John Ross anymore. He's probably going to get traded. Uh, Auden Tate, I think he's done, uh, and Mike Thomas, I mean, he shouldn't have been on the field anyways. So, I think it's Higgins' season, but he's got some competition. So, uh, I wouldn't invest too much. Um, and you might be able to get him for cheap, anyways. He might not be on very many's radar right now. Uh, and then the last one is uh, Cedric Wilson. Now, I know that uh, he looked terrific, um, but we're not going to overreact. All right. CeeDee Lamb uh, slowly worked his way out of that game, and I believe he was injured. So we need to look at what type of injury CeeDee Lamb has, if it's serious, if it's just something temporarily. Now, if it is serious, Cedric Wilson, his stock rises. I can't imagine very many people are going to go after Cedric Wilson unless it's a super deep league. Um, But if it's not a deep league um, and Lamb is injured, you could see Cedric Wilson taking over that slot role and could be a surprise player the rest of the year. But, again, I don't think CeeDee Lamb is going to be out for the season. But, again, we have to see what that injury is. So Cedric Wilson, I'd put just a little bit on him. I I don't think very many people are going to um, be going after him. But if you need a a sneaky wide receiver, keep your eye on him. A few tight ends. We talked about Jimmy Graham before. I talked about Jimmy Graham in the offseason. So I'm not surprised to see Jimmy Graham, a big part of this Bears offense, And now that Nick Foles is there, he loves throwing to the tight end. And Jimmy Graham, I believe, had 29, 25, 29 PPR points uh, this past week. Um, Just looks like the Jimmy Graham of old. I think he's the sixth, uh, the fantasy football tight end number six right now. Um, So if you haven't added him and you need a tight end, uh, go after Jimmy Graham. I think with Foles in the mix, he's going to be a consistent target of his. Jimmy Graham is the pass-catching tight end, and the Bears' offensive scheme relies on that tight end. So don't think Jimmy Graham is washed. He's going to have some good games. He's going to have some two-touchdown games, especially with Nick Foles at the helm. So fab, throw a few dollars uh, if you need a tight end. Uh, I think Jimmy Graham's your top tight end target this week if you haven't already added him uh, or somebody else hasn't added him already. And then uh, Green Bay's tight end, Robert Tanyan. I think it's time that we start paying attention to him. Uh, Two weeks in a row, he scored a touchdown. Green Bay isn't known as an offense that really throws to the tight end. But, you know, you've got to pay some attention to this after two weeks. Uh, He could be a reliable red zone target for Aaron Rodgers. Um, So keep your eye on him. I probably wouldn't pay. I'd probably pay $0 to $1. Uh, just to acquire him um, because, again, he could disappear for the rest of the season. Um, But he scored two times, uh, two games in a row. So we don't want to just dismiss it as a fluke because there could be a pattern there. And let's see, there's not really many quarterbacks I want to add this week. I mean, we talked about Tannehill last week, Minshew. They both did eh, so-so. I I think Tannehill of the two is probably going to rebound. I'm not quite sure. Minshew's going to have some good games but uh in that dolphin game he just looked really bad he, he couldn't read defenses they confused the hell out of him uh, and i think you're going to see defensive coordinators figure that out uh, and really try to confuse the hell out of him uh, so we'll see how he does moving forward uh, but i think Tannehill is the real deal i think Tannehill can be a top 10 fantasy receiver or fantasy quarterback for the rest of the year uh, so if you're looking for a quarterback and he's still there I, i'd probably jump on him and just stash him for the rest of the season all right now a few um Before I end it, a few early additions. Uh, If you want to add a player a week or two before your league mates are looking at these players, that's what I'm going to try to help you do is find some players that you can add now uh, for free that in a few weeks possibly could be starters on your team. And the first one is Alshon Jeffrey for the Eagles. He's going to start practicing. I think he started practicing last week. Uh, He's going to practice even more this week. Probably not going to play. Um, But next waiver wire, you'll probably hear that he might be um, getting ready to suit up and play. So if you want Alshon Jeffrey for cheap, uh, you want to go ahead and target him now if he's available. If none of your league mates have already beat you to the punch and added him. um, If you're looking for that wide receiver sneaky uh, add, the Eagles definitely need some pass catchers. And if Alshon can come back healthy, he could be Wentz's go-to guy. So Jump on Oshawn a little early and just kind of sit on him if you have the room uh, because he could pay dividends uh, in a few weeks. The next one, it might sound a little crazy, but it's Brian Hill for Atlanta. I think personally, I think that Brian Hill is a more explosive back right now than Todd Gurley. Uh, And I think that it's only a matter of time before either one Gurley gets injured or he's, you know, too sore to really play or they just let brian hill just take over um you know this last week against the bears um you know he had nine carries for 58 yards uh he had one reception for 22 yards and he had a rushing touchdown uh you know gurley did as good as well he had 80 yards and a touchdown but he only had one reception for two yards um so I'm not saying go out and spend money on Brian Hill, but I'm saying if you have room, um, we want to stash some potential running backs that could become starters. And again, I believe Brian Hill is a much better running back than we saw last year. And I think with the offensive uh, firepower uh, on the receiving side, um, I think that uh, Brian Hill could have a really good season if he was the lone running back. So, Think about it, uh, you know, if you have the room and, and you're just and, and you doing well and you just have some dead weight on your roster and you just want to add, you know, a contingency player just to see what might happen down the road, look at Brian Hill. Um, it may pay dividends um, several weeks into the season, maybe not right now, but a few weeks down the line. Um, we may see Brian Hill as the full-blown starter in Atlanta. Uh, and then the other one is Hasty. We talked about him. Uh, you know, he could potentially see some playing time this week Um, so I wouldn't I wouldn't pay anything for these three players Um, I would just try to get them a week early I wouldn't even use my waiver wire on them I'd wait till waivers clear and then um, what is it Wednesday morning uh, or you know after waivers clear I'd go and I'd add these players so that you don't lose your waiver position or I'd put zero to a dollar on these players and see if you can add them before your league mates do Uh, Another player, keep your eye on uh, Antonio Gibson. You know, I talked about earlier in the offseason that um, the savvy fantasy owner uh, would not draft Antonio Gibson, but we would wait until the team that drafted him released him. Um, And this past week, Antonio Gibson's snap share was down from 60% to 40%. Um, Now, I think Peyton Barber's out the mix. But I don't think that Antonio Gibson is that bell cow type back that everyone thought he might be. Um, But I think as the season goes on, and once the Redskins are eliminated from the playoffs, I think you're just going to see them just continually give Antonio Gibson the ball and just give him experience uh, and, and try to find out what they have going into next season. So a few more games of some inconsistency from Antonio Gibson, you might see some of your league mates start to drop him. If you do, and you have some dead weight on your roster, add him up and just sit on him and see what happens. Um, Because he has all the skills to be a league winner. He just needs the opportunity. And I think it's a little too early in the season for the Redskins to give him all that opportunity that that we really need to see him get to be you know a fantasy football um you know player that can help us win so he's not there yet he needs some time but in a few games five six seven games from now um he could potentially be a player that you're starting every week in your flex so let the owner that have him get discouraged um drop him for somebody else uh, and if you see him go ahead and jump on him So I hope you enjoyed it. Um, You know, just some quick rundowns, ad drops. I am excited that I'm going to be dropping a Dynasty podcast um, pretty soon. Uh, And we're going to talk all things Dynasty. So keep your eye out for that. Um, And I didn't do DFS this past week. I had some things come up, but I'm going to try to do a DFS uh, this weekend. So keep your eye on that. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at RotoLounge. You can find me on Instagram, Roto underscore Lounge. You can find me on YouTube at Roto Lounge. Um, And and you can find me on Patreon at, you know, patreon.com slash Roto Lounge. So appreciate you. Finish up your drink. Hopefully these ad drops will help you out, uh, help you get one step closer to that championship. Uh, And we're going to be celebrating at the end of the season. So good luck and I'll see you next week.